Tammy. And Megan. And this is the worst part. Um, so Megan, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Happy Sundress Sunday. I know. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you can go on and do that. I'm just going to wear <laughs> a sports bra and shorts and be garbage. Sports bra Sunday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like getting prettied up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, how, you had a good week? Not I did. Week. I did. And I brunched today, so I oh cannot complain. How about you? Um, it was a good week. Well, it was an interesting week. So, you know, I started using a personal trainer and he kind of beat the crap out of my body. And so I'm a little <laughs> sore today. So I got to do some yoga and stretch it out. But, you know, I'll be fine. Stretchy Sunday. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's going to be a day of the week for anything with you, isn't it? Yep. I can make any day of the week into a holiday of my own. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, um, so this week, I, I kind of wanted to talk about um, what it was like being a female in the military. And, and here's the reason why. So, I work at the DMV. And for those of you who do not know, motor vehicle and driver's license are two separate entities. <laughs> I just... I do not I, know. I'm going to put that out there because I, people think that we can do a one shot, one kill, and it's just not. Anyway, so I actually sit next to the driver's license people, which is probably where some of the confusion comes in. But um, w with the state that I live in, you can get a little veteran identifier on your driver's license mm -hmm. and like veteran and then like the insignia for the branch of service that you were in. And they ask every single person who comes in if they were in the military. And every time they do that, <laughs> and this is going to be really embarrassing, but every time they do that, and they, especially when they ask like these little tiny old grandmas who are like, you know, four feet tall and like 98 pounds soaking wet with lead in their pockets, they ask these little tiny old ladies, have you ever served in the military? And they go, well, you know what, sweetheart? Yes, I have. Here's my DD-214. And it just, it makes me so happy because for a very long time, and even one might say today, females are kind of underrepresented as members mm -hmm. of the military. They're getting better at it. Better. But, Better. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I hear driver's license ask that question, like I get a little bit choked up. There's like a little, like a, a little bit of a well in my eye. Like, <laughs> oh, I was in the military and I'm a, a female. Can I come and talk to you, old lady, and hug you, please? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to think of like the stuff that those kind of people had seen too, like the older older women you know who did like the nursing or whatever you know yeah. during the world wars or vietnam things like that well but even the ones like in the you know in the 80s and 90s where there was nothing going on and they kind of even more had to fend for themselves yeah prove prove themselves yeah yeah so i i would i kind of want to talk about <laughs> I mean, we can talk about the worst part about being in the army, period, because I could talk about that for days. But yeah. what I mean, what's the worst part for you about being a female in the military? Um, I 
think it's, it's that having to prove yourself thing. It's like on one side, it's expected that you're going to let yourself be passed around. You know what I mean? And you're like sexually objectified. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you're just there to be like their little, whatever sex oh, slave yeah. person. Somebody's but then they also expect you to fucking be this Billy badass Ranger Delta Ranger seal, you know, at the same time. And it's like, it's expected that you can do both. Right. And or, uh, I mean, up until very recently, you couldn't even be a Ranger. Like, yeah. <laughs> But you had to be that badass to prove, you know, and it's just, I don't know. That was probably the worst part, I think, is just that dichotomy of like, what, do you want me to look like a woman or do you want me to be, you know, stronger than you? You know what I mean? Like, what is it that you, what are you expecting out of me right now? So um, when I was in basic training, uh, there, the girl who was in the bunk next to me had been a ballerina before she had joined the military. (laughs) And she was, she was like 19 years old. She was like teeny tiny. She, they forced her to eat like half of a loaf of bread and butter every meal on top of the meal just to help her gain weight. And she would wake up in the morning and like stretch and put her legs above her head and, you know, stretch and like do all those ballerina stretches. And I'd just be like, God damn it. You just stop it. (laughs) (laughs) they are badass so have you seen their toes oh yeah oh yeah you know what i mean they are they are infantry as fuck (laughs) yes they are but like i would see her carry a saw on a five mile march and her weapon and her pack just to prove that she was strong enough and that she could do it i mean she was more badass than the you know six foot two 200 pound guy who did the one thing the drill sergeant told you not to do. He picked up two weapons and held them at his hip and call of duty just went pew, pew, pew across the, the bay. Yeah. Yeah. And got us all in trouble, you know, Holy shit! because he's a freaking moron. He wants to play Rambo instead of us yeah. army. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so like she was more tough than that guy for sure. For absolute sure. Mm-hmm. But um and she was also a really great shot like she would consistently get the highest um uh highest shots in in our basic training unit and she was somebody who had never picked up a weapon before she had joined the army that's actually um one of the better things and what women are somewhat known for too is that we can be better shots because we have better like dexterity and patience and shit. <laughs> yeah, patience. Yeah, <laughs> patience. Yeah. Putting up your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so what? So what was it like for you? Like, what was? I mean, do you have like that one? Because I have like three stories that I always tell people. Oh, for like what are... it was like being a woman in the army. Yeah. Um, I will say okay. The first one, the school that you and I were at. In, yeah. the, in formation, it was like a running game to touch my ass in formation. And I remember getting in trouble once because I turned around and dead legged the motherfucker I in formation. Remember, <laughs> I remember yes. that. It was like a fucking game. And it's like, excuse me, that is my derriere. Like, please stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're the reason why we have to go to this stupid PowerPoint presentation. So could you please fucking stop? <laughs> exactly. Like, what the fuck? But I remember, yeah, and the fucking the platoon sergeant turned around and was just like, what the fuck's going on? You know? And I was like, well, do you, do you want to fucking explain? Like, yeah. 
And they didn't, obviously, because then it would have been a whole sharp incident. But Oh, yeah. You know. And then there would have been paperwork involved. And because it was yeah. in Tradoc, it was like a whole different That's thing. Right. And just, Megan just dead like the motherfucker. <laughs> so, so one of the things that I found as a female in the military was that the worst people were other females, which really yes. sucks. Yes. And I'm not saying like, hey, women power, let's all get together and stay. But I'm saying like, don't individually yeah Yeah. don't career cock block me just because you want to get ahead in a male-driven world and there's another female who is also trying to do that yeah so i was i was dating this really shitty dude and i was over at his at his place the night before and we had been messing around. Well, I had a PT test at five o'clock in the morning because that's apparently that's the best time to do PT tests is to wake up when everybody's tired and doesn't want to fucking do anything. Um, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Sergeant. <laughs> so, so I, I had been, I'd gotten through all the push ups and I had this E7 who was grading my sit-ups and this was um this was the old pts that were the gray and black Mm -hmm. not the new ones that are like black and gold or whatever um (laughs) but they had like a little tiny like half turtleneck oh my god (laughs) yeah because it was long because it was in the middle of winter because that's oh of course it's 5 a.m in winter (laughs) (laughs) that was my fucking luck and he, um, as I came up for a sit up, he was like, "Rah, what's that on your?" And then he stopped talking because I was in the middle of a PT test and I kind of needed to concentrate because PT tests were not my strong suit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and he came up to me later and said, "Hey, you have a hickey on your neck. You're gonna get a counseling statement." Oh wow! And I was like, "Fine, fuck whatever." Like I didn't even know because I had gotten mm-hmm. it. At, three o'clock in the morning and it was only two hours later and I didn't even see it. <laughs> so my question is, did you show up sober to this PT test? Yes, I was sober. Oh, look at you go. I know Are I'm so winning? proud of myself. But I did come in and it was it was not a small hickey. It was like oh, half of my neck. And the problem is is when I put on my shirt and I didn't move, you couldn't really see it. But the second that I started doing sit-ups, like yeah. it, you could see it, which is fine. I understand. I mean, it's a stupid rule, but whatever. They're never mm-hmm. going to get guys on it because I've seen them. Anyway, um, <laughs> not that I'm bitter about that. <laughs> another another point of why it sucks to be yeah. a woman in the army. <laughs> yeah. So my NCO, who is a female, gave me a counseling statement. And one of the things, so she put like destruction of government property or whatever the fuck a hickey is, because it's some bullshit like that. Yeah. And one of the, on the bottom line of the counseling statement, it said um, something like, and to have a hickey on one's neck in uniform isn't very ladylike. Oh, she used that in a counseling statement. Because you're supposed to be ladylike as a soldier? And I looked at her because I was I was older when I came into the army. I was, at that time, I was probably 26. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, are you kidding me? Because she was only a couple of years older than me. And she was like, what? And I was like, 
You're telling me that being ladylike is more important than being a soldier? And she was like, well, when you sign a counseling statement, you're just acknowledging that you read it. And I said, that's not the point. The point is, on this counseling statement, you're telling me that as a United States soldier, it is not ladylike for me to have a hickey on my neck. <laughs> I'll accept all the rest of it. Yeah. But telling me that I'm not ladylike, I'll fucking knock you down right now. No, I didn't actually say that, people, because that would have been another counseling statement, and I was already on thin ice as it was, but... <laughs> <laughs> that would be some Article 15 fodder. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, we're going to do a feel great. Um, <laughs> but she she said that to me, and I was like, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not signing this. And she said, what? I said, we're, we can go talk to the first sergeant about this. I will totally admit to having a hickey on my neck. It, I did not mean to. I, I apologize. But for you to call me not ladylike in <laughs> uniform is inappropriate. Yeah. Especially as a female NCO. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, we're not going to you know, see a first sergeant. And I was like, yes, we are. We are going Open to. Open door policy. Talk. Hashtag. Yep. <laughs> and and she said rat 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 and I said okay fine whatever I will call the first sergeant myself because if I have to skip you in the chain of command I will yeah I have then, to do is notify them that you're doing it <laughs> yeah and which I did and she um, said fine and so we left and then a couple of hours later she brought me back a new counseling statement without the word ladylike on it. So <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you're going to write, I understand you have to write counseling statements for people yeah. as NCOs. And I get, like, having a hickey on your neck is, is against the rules. It's in the manual, guys. Well, you then put it is against AR whatever, whatever, dash, whatever, whatever. Dash one, like, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's in there. It's And the, the first part of the counseling statement did have the regulation. And it was worded word for word. Like, she copied and pasted it. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. But... My job in the army is not to be a lady. If you want a lady, you can go back to 1890 where you fucking belong. Yeah. So, I mean, that, to me, that was, like, one of the defining moments as a female in the military. Just, like, realizing that just because I'm a female and just because I have a female NCO doesn't mean I don't still have to sort of fight systemic you know, whatever. Yeah. Like and gender roles. Yeah. I just like, if you want to be lady, like go home and be a housewife. So women do, I mean, just women towards women in the army. It's, it's kind of frustrating. Cause it's like, you have the ones that get along really, really well. Like you and I, and there were a couple other, you know, women mm-hmm. that I've met that are just like really cool and open. And they have that good sense of like feminine versus masculine and like, combining the two to be an awesome soldier. And so, cause I mean, some of the stuff that we bring to the table as women is stuff that men just, just don't necessarily have the same. Right. Not capabilities, but like but, just generally speaking, our emotional intelligence is a little bit different than theirs. You know what I mean? Right. We, and, and that's good. We can bring that. That's, that's a skill. It's an asset that we have that other people might not have necessarily. And then there's some women that are just so focused on like, I don't know, just the competitive drive, maybe competitive drive. Is that what it is? Where it's just like they have to knock down men and women and just everyone. And I don't think that that's it, though. I think it's this like 
well, there's only room for one woman at the top. And okay. it's not going to be you. It's going to be me. Whereas that, we could just all lift each other. You know what right. I mean? It's yeah. Right. Because I mean, and you're, you're absolutely right. There, there are some really, some really fantastic NCOs out there mm-hmm. who, and, and officers who will stand up and say, this is bullshit. You do mm-hmm. not treat this person differently, like whatever. But I mean, I, I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of females who either out of, how do I say this, sexual jealousy Mm -hmm. or professional jealousy and not jealousy, just so much as like, um, one of Yeah. Just like a competitive kind of thing. It's weird. Yeah. Because it's not really, it's not really a race to the top so much as you're trying to get to the top. So I'm going to cut you down as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I almost wonder if it's like they had been cut down by other women. So they just assume like all women are the enemy kind right. of thing. I don't know. I'm not sure what it is, but it's, it's extremely frustrating. Cause it's really, it's like when you meet a new person who is a woman in the army, it's just like, which one are you going to be? Like, can we be friends or are you going to be insane? So, <laughs> So I know the last episode we talked about rules that I have, but I just want you just next time you're around a military base and you see a female soldier or a female sailor or Marine or whatever, you can judge how bitchy they're going to be based on how tight their bun is. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like if, if they've got that like super duper slick down, like hair falling out almost bun then like pulling off scalp <laughs> yes then, then then you know how bitchy they're gonna be yes. but if their hair is just kind of like like what i i mean not to say whatever whatever i just like twirled my hair and put it in a you know rubber band and i was you know good to go for the day and if it got messed up then i just fixed it in two seconds yeah I did a braid like I would put mine but I didn't do the slick back straight back I like parted it you know and then I did a braid because my hair was like really really long and I would just twist it up and pin it and it just it wasn't like perfect though it's not like every single hair was you know what I mean but you know the females that I'm talking about right (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna punish my head for all the things I'm about to do (laughs) My favorite is when you saw like a fucking E5 that had their hair like that, but then like the, you know, the captain yeah. didn't have their hair like that. <laughs> like the captain was just chilling with a normal bun. You know? Who just did what I did. Who just like, oh, put a ponytail, twirl it a little bit. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually I had that. I had, my S1 was like that. So my S1 NCOIC and my S1 OIC were both female. Mm-hmm. and my the OIC was just like she'd bring a crock pot into her office and cook dinner all day <laughs> in her office <laughs> and she was just like you know she wasn't necessarily the best runner and she wasn't but she was very good at her she was very good at her job but the mm-hmm. NCOIC was this like super duper like painfully slicked back um, very strict NCO who never showed up to formation, who always had like baby daddy drama, who always, you know, there was always something, but she would always be super bitchy to anybody 
who pointed out the fact that she hadn't been to a formation in two weeks. Mm. So, like, you know, you kind of have to deal with both. Yeah. I'll say one of my favorite things just as a woman was to annoy men in the army. So, like, <laughs> when I was in training, so the the next training, I, I don't know how to explain it because we haven't really said what we did, but um, I was a helicopter mechanic. And so for the training for that, we had tool bags. You know, well, I started calling mine a tool purse and carrying it around like a tool purse. They would get so pissed. They get and, like, so mad. Yes. And there was this sergeant that we had that, oh, God, we're just going to call him Staff Sergeant Douche because that's what he was. He was terrible. And he was whatever. He was kind of badass because he was 160th and shit. But like. Yeah, but. But he was so fucking like his core who he was was dependent on the fucking bird we worked on. You know what I mean? Like what? his job defined who he was as a human being. So like me making fun of it was oh. awful. Yeah. He was and just... um, so I worked on Chinooks. We'll just fuck it. Yeah. And I called him shinny poos <laughs> and shit. Like, I... <laughs> but you know what? I know, I know some CW fours who did some shit like that too. So don't you worry about it. That guy just had to stick up his ass. Oh, he did. But a lot of them did. Like some of the people we, you know, that were in my class were like, you really got to call it a tool purse. I'm like, what is it? Is it not a tool purse? Does tool satchel work better for you? <laughs> like, what? Does my tool messenger bag fit better yeah. into your vernacular? <laughs> tool tote? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and I would like rename all the tools. Like my hammer, I called it a smacker. We had like strap wrenches. So it was like a strappy wrench and, you know, wrenchies and all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? I just made it as girly as I possibly could just because, you know, they acted like, oh, we're men. We work on helicopters. Like, well, I'm a girl and I do it too with my strappy wrench. <laughs> my Guess what? I'm just as good as you. So suck it. Exactly. Exactly. And I... my hands are more dainty and can get in the flight controls better. Fuck off. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, I definitely knew those guys because I was in an aviation unit too, but I worked in flight ops. So I saw mm -hmm. everybody. I saw the maintenance guys. I saw the flight guys. I saw the pilots. I saw mm -hmm. whatever. I saw everybody. And so, you know, I will say this. So when I first got to my unit, we had a driving class. You have to, you have to take a driving class because you have to learn how to drive all of the big giant vehicles. Yeah. And... It was my class was the last one where they taught you literally everything. The class after mine, they didn't teach you anything. They, you know, you sit, you read a PowerPoint, you watch a video, you drive a Humvee and you're good to go. But I learned how to do like night vision. I learned how to do obstacle course. I learned how to do up armored. I learned how to do um, trailers. I, I learned how to do everything. Yeah. And so when we were, when we were in this class... Oh my god! Um, one of the Humvees was like, I don't like the battery had died or something. I don't know. This is a very long time ago, and my instructor looked at all of us because it was like me, one other chick, and then like seven dudes, and all the dudes were like dude bros, and it was just mm. annoying. <laughs> yeah, and. So he looked at me and he looked at the other chick and he went, you know what? Why don't you go and get the part for me? And he was like, and I looked at him and I was like, why are you making me do it? And he was like, well, because I think that you have a set of skills that the maintenance guys won't see coming. 
And I looked at him and he winked at me and I went, oh, yeah, okay, I get it now. And, <laughs> and to, I mean, he wasn't doing it in such a way that was like awful, but he was doing it in a way like you can manipulate these guys and get the part that we need right now as opposed to waiting a week for it. So, yeah. Uh, so, being from the South and being a female and being a new female, because mm-hmm. that's another thing, is a shiny new face on the block. Yeah. Uh, I went to the maintenance guys and I went, okay, I'm going to have to do, and just, <laughs> hi, y'all. I'm new to the unit. Um, I was just wondering if I could get like a battery charger or something for my vehicle. It broke down and won't start. And I really got to get my training in. And they looked at me and like, like one of them literally like his knee buckled a little bit <laughs> because I did that. You know, I did that like very big, like, Oh my gosh, here is I'm so- a damsel into stress. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> and I put on my thickest Southern accent that I could. And, yep. and what do you know? Like five minutes later, those guys were out there with the charger charge that Humvee up in in two shakes and and went on their way and I was like thank you guys I really appreciate it you know what y'all can find me up in flight ops in a couple weeks okay and (laughs) (laughs) and and he looked the the instructor was just sitting there laughing hysterically and I was too I because here's the thing y'all want to be all manly and masculine and pretend that nothing phases you and you're a big old badass but some chick comes up to you with a nice southern accent and just tells you how great you are you're like fucking pudding it's nothing Mm -hmm. so i definitely use that to my advantage like more than once just like yeah yeah so i was maintenance and i was doing really really well i first started out um they had me and this one other guy, we would go like fuck around with flight company when there wasn't anything to do. So we could learn more. Like we just wanted to learn and touch the birds. You know what I mean? Get our hands dirty. I would come home and be like so excited and would tell my ex like, look what I did shit today. My hands would be all like nasty and covered in shit. Like I wouldn't even (laughs) wash my arms, you know, like, cause I was just so proud of myself. Like I'm a mechanic, you know? So, um, anyway, because you know, I'm a girl they ended up putting me in the orderly room. It's not because I was bad at my job or anything. It was just like, hey, she hey. went to school for a little bit and she's a woman. Let's throw her in the fucking orderly room. You, you're a lady. That must mean that you're good at paperwork. Yes. <laughs> so there I went <laughs> to the paperwork hole. And um, yeah, it was actually really awesome, though. Uh, I got to network a lot because, like you, I got to throw on the Southern Charm and make mm-hmm. shit happen because the first sergeant and the commander would just be like, hey, we need this done. And I'm like, shit. I got to go talk to a platoon sergeant over here at this company. Like, let's coordinate all this. And sometimes, you know, they tried to, because I was just a PFC at the time. And, um, you know, like I was, they they were deployed. The unit was deployed when I got there. And uh, so you were really... I ended up being like the NCOIC. I was the only one there because our NCO, yes, yes. Oh, our NCO no. had medically discharged. So as a PFC, I'm trying to get do- shit done as an E5. You know what I mean? Oh. So I really had to up that fucking charm and it works everybody likes southern little tatum (laughs) what you don't have in rank you can make up an accent (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep 
and it works. It works. You just throw a little, you know, or a little twang in it. Yeah. And you just, God. Sorry, I really need some help. <laughs> hey, y'all. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate the work that y'all are putting in. And I just want to say that if y'all ever need anything, y'all can come right over to my place <laughs> and we'll make you a nice big meal. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. I yep. did that on more than one occasion because I can't tell you how much banana bread I've made. <laughs> so thank uh, you. <laughs> well, and like I mean, I I worked I worked in school, so I worked in training up at Battalion for a little bit. And in my whole brigade, there were like seventeen air assault slots. And at one point, like two two cycles in a row, I got like eleven and twelve of those slots out of our entire brigade. No um, you know why? Because I went up to brigade and said, hey, y'all, <laughs> I just hey, need some like help. I got all these soldiers who they just they want to get promotion points and and they're all ready to go. They just they just need the slots. And because I would go up and I was polite mm -hmm. and I addressed people as soldiers, not as fucking ladies or gentlemen. You know, I, I ingratiated myself and like you, I would bring up like banana bread or, yeah. <laughs> or some cookies, yeah. Or like a casserole I had made so they wouldn't have to have lunch and you know, a little bit of southern charm goes a long way, guys. <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. Oh, I just I will but so, I mean, I love the army. I miss it. I really do. I mm -hmm. got out of the army. Aspects. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do not miss Motor Pool Monday. But. <laughs> I got out of it because I was the orderly room in COIC. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, guess who? Because I took that driving class, guess who they put in charge of all of the vehicles for my unit? <gasps> uh, me. Was that your additional duty? But it wasn't even an additional duty. It just sort of ended up that I was the mm -hmm. only one who, like, because I had this really great memory, I could, like, hey, what's wrong with, you know, HHC 32? Well, it needs a new battery and two of the tires are flat. Like, I, I mean, like, I, one of the things that I was really good at, especially when I was in flight ops, was you could pull out somebody's record and tell me that person's name and I could tell you how many years in rank they had when their you know medical reviews were up how many hours they had flown what kind of aircrafts they had flown like everything about them and we had like 400 flyers and I could just do that from memory so I would do that with the trucks too mm -hmm. and it was really useful but it also really fucked me because then I ended up being in charge of all of them yeah and, you know, the guys, the guys who I had once mocked when I'd first gotten to the unit got to know me and we, we became friends because again, you know, you sort of ingratiate yourself, but, um, you know, I would be in a, in a Humvee, like elbow deep trying to figure out what the fuck that noise was. And the guys would come out and say, Oh my God, do you need help? Like, is there something that we can do? <laughs> and I'd be like... I know more about this than you do. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd go, uh, and I'd be like, 
you can leave now. You can either help me or you can leave. So mm-hmm. are you going to do this? Do you know what you're looking for? Well, we just, we didn't know. And it just seemed like you needed some help. And I said, did it seem like I needed some help because I'm a girl? Or did it seem yeah. like I needed some help because you've been sitting there on your ass for 30 minutes watching me look for this problem and you haven't mm-hmm. done a goddamn thing? Well, you know, we just, I was like, go, go, go away. Just go back to your hole. I just, I can do this. <laughs> so. <laughs> I use the playing dumb as a manipulation tactic at times because Be- it definitely works. I because mean, because they, they just assume, they yes. assume like I'm a woman, so I'm a little dumb. It's like, oh. I'll fucking use that. And if you're stupid enough to believe it, like if you're stupid enough to think that the person who's gotten the exact same training as you, Mm-hmm. doesn't know what they're doing then why not yeah like we had there was one guy um zach and he fucking he wanted all these additional duties because he wanted the memo to put in his i love me book for like promotions and stuff to oh. showcase yeah like that he you know took on all these and he also just hated his job he was another reclass oh, um, okay yeah so he hated his <laughs> job and he just wanted to do all this other dumb shit you know well i got him like at one time he had 14 additional duties Jesus that I got him Christ. because I just kept like, you know, every time they were like, Oh, we need somebody to handle this, that, and the other. I'm like, Hey, well, you know, Zach could do it. You know, he's really good at this. Blah, 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 blah. And he's got experience with this in the real world and everything. Cause I hung out with him, but also the more additional duties he had, the better our networking went and I could get done anything that the fucking command team asked of me mm-hmm. because he Cause- would be, I had the one hub and he was a really good person. Like he, he was just a really good worker and could get stuff done. Right. So it worked, but it was, I don't know. It kind of blew up at one point because the NCOs got in trouble for not having any additional duties. And they looked through the book and realized that he had 14. That and they, they were, were like, giving hey. all the additional duties to the yeah. privates. <laughs> and I was like, but are they not getting done? <laughs> They're all getting I done. I mean, did the NCOs come and ask me for additional duties? No, they didn't. No. You know why? Because a lot like my NCOs, they were sitting in the back corner watching fucking anime on their goddamn phone. Sorry. That, not bitter about that. <laughs> <laughs> I sit and watch anime. They just, like, watch videos and fucked off. And then, I don't know, sometimes there would be low maintenance. So they would just be, like, hiding in random connexes and shit. And, going through the connexes. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, I get that. That's fine. But... Don't come crying to me when it turns out that your six of your jobs have been done by a private in half the time it's taken the six of you to do them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's like they tried to do some other stuff. I remember, like, before I switched from maintenance, we would try to play hide and seek and, like, dumb shit to occupy ourselves if there was nothing to do, you know? Because sometimes there's just not. If all the birds are working, like, then there's nothing to do. In the rare glimmer of sunshine when all of the birds are working. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Every now and then it happened, though. And we would want to, like, run around and play tag and, like, dumb kid games, you know. And then it was just like, what are you doing? We're not paying you to do that. Like, well, then what what do you want me to do? Change a blade that doesn't need to be changed? Yeah, right. There's, I mean, we already did a corrosion control inspection. Like, what else do you want? There's only (laughs) so many times I can do a, 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 a flush of fluids, whatever, so... Yeah, if it's not needed, it's a waste. So, I mean. Uh, Yeah, they just. So, when I, in my unit, 
because we were we were a GSAB. So that's just like a general aviation support, mm-hmm. that, which means we flew around um, uh, distinguished pe- persons. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if somebody came in for like a training exercise and wanted to see how all the different units were doing, you know, we would fly them around and, you know, get them around quicker. So honestly, so that they would get at, get in and get out and leave. Um, there was also a Chinook unit, which, hey, y'all, just so you know, Chinooks are the best. Sorry. <laughs> Suck at Apaches. Um. <laughs> Do you know what somebody told me, though, that they were a fucking Apache crew chief one time? What? Yeah. Yeah, hey. some dude was trying to hit on me. Hey, bro. <laughs> not possible. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Just be oh, Apache. No, no. no just, <laughs> I just, I love shitting on Apaches because they're so terrible. Um, and then we had a medevac unit, which I had to cover sometimes, which sucked because they'd always put me on the overnight shift. And so you're just staring at a radio that's never going to go off for 13 hours. Um, but... I mean, it was it was this unit that was full of these like type A's, you know, these all these guys who wanted to be big and badass. And and then, you know, like they would come to me and they'd say, hey, I need you to do this. And I'd say, well, I can't. I'm sorry, but I just can't. And then they'd get mad at me and I'd say, "Okay, well. Let's see. Why don't you go PMCS the 12 vehicles I have left? Why don't you go check on the maintenance orders uh, for said vehicles? Because they are all down. Um, Why don't you go through every single one of these files? Because I have an arms inspection coming up, which is, for those of you who don't know, arms inspections are these big, like, DOD inspections. And you have to do them every couple of years. And I just happen to be, you know, there. So I need to study for my arms inspection. I need to make sure that all the files are up to date. I need to call every single flight guy who hasn't gotten his medical forms updated. Um, I need to, you know, I have all of this stuff to do. So why don't you pick one of those duties and I'll take, I'll take the thing that you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And they would look at me and they go, well, okay. <laughs> and and then they would just like walk away. So, I mean, you know, I mean, for as much as I was in an office, like, I was also pitching tents because we would go out into the field, like, once a quarter and be in the desert, and it freaking sucked. So, and for those of you who have never been in the field, um, there are no showers out there. No, no, that is one fun thing when, so I work in a prison now and the inmates will bitch about, you know, if they're locked down and they get a shower once every three days. I'm like, that's cute. I used to shower with a gallon of water and a fucking porta shitter. Yep. <laughs> yep. Or, um, uh, baby wipes. Yep. Yep. And, and maybe you don't wipe off all of the grime. You just sort of get your pits and you get your face and, and you have to deal with it. No lady bits. <laughs> If, if you could, if you got the opportunity, let me tell you something. One of the worst parts about going in the field as a female is having to clean yourself, especially if say you're on your period. I was lucky and never had that during the field. Oh yeah. 
I did, and it sucked. Yeah, I bet. Because it was one of those things where I I went out to this gunnery range, and I had to drive an LMTV out there, and it was like a 12-hour drive. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of it, I was like, oh, oh shit. And so felt like, it. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea that it was coming. I had no, like, it, it just came out of the blue. And so there was one other female out there, and I said, do you have anything that I can, like, clean myself up with or something? Because I can only do so much. And, and I was in full battle rattle because oh it was a gunnery God. range. So you had to be, like, and protected. Okay, yeah. yeah. And she looked at me and she went, no. <gasps> yeah. So. Oh, shit. How did you handle this? I must know. <laughs> okay. So there were like... two, there were two ways because I wasn't sure which one was going to come through. Um, and turns out the one that I super didn't think was going to come through, uh, didn't come through. Uh, so one, uh, one of our radios broke mm-hmm. and would not like, we told them when we were packing it up that it was not going to work. And guess what? We were right. So when the rear D NCO was going to come out the next morning and um, bring bring us apart for, for me to fix the radio, because guess what? I also did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that I bitter about all of these skills that I gained that I can't use anymore. Um I called him and I said, hey, Sergeant, um, I know that this is going to be really awkward, but I got my period out here in the field and I'm not going back anytime soon. I know you're going to be out here at like 6 a.m. Is there any way that you could bring me like tampons or pads or anything? And he was like, because this was a dude. Yeah. This was like, this was one of the dudes that had like a boys club. Like he Mm. would go out and smoke cigars and drink beer with the guys. Yeah. Saturdays are for the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And he was like, man, like, it's not my responsibility. And I said, this is not about responsibility. I'm asking you as a favor and as one of your soldiers. Mm-hmm. You know, I get that you don't like me very much, but, you know, this, I need this for mm-hmm. sanitation purposes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, well, you know, I'll, okay, like, I'll try whatever. Well, I didn't have much faith in him, obviously. Yeah. So I called, because it was a gunnery range, and we were the satellite um, satellite talk. So that's, mm-hmm. like, the talk that's, like, way out. Way out. Yeah. yeah. So I called. <laughs> this is going to be really embarrassing. I'm not going to say his name. I called one of the pilots that I knew. <laughs> no! <laughs> one of the Chinook pilots. And I said... Sir, I'm really sorry. Can you just, like, bring me some, like, period stuff? I know this is really awkward, and I wouldn't ask you if it wasn't an emergency. And he said, yeah, sure. Oh, he's so awesome. <laughs> so I... <laughs> so, was so he he's married? Like, I bet he was married. Oh, yeah, he was married. <laughs> yeah. So it, it and he was, like, a CW3. Like, and we had this really great re- um, uh, relationship, and, you know, we had deployed together, and it was... It was great. He was a really great guy. Um, And he was like, is there anything else you need? Are you, are you okay? Like I said, yeah, I'm fine. I just, you know, I don't want to be 
sitting in this all day because it's it gets gross guys it gets really gross yeah what is it like half a cup a day or some shit is a statistic i think it's like a quarter cup a day is it yeah but it's but i mean think about it you're out in the sand Mm -hmm. there is no shower Mm -hmm. you're in full kit Mm -hmm. you're surrounded by dudes and you're having to fix shit that you told them you told them was going to be broken. <laughs> and so I'm I'm PMSing. I'm I'm in a situation that I wasn't prepared for, which is my bad. I get it. And I'm surrounded by dude bros who don't fucking listen. <laughs> this got goddamn LT. So <laughs> So I had tampons airlifted to me basically <laughs> that is fucking awesome emergency tampons <laughs> the fucking best and and he he <laughs> called like he he radioed in and said hey i got a surprise for you because there were only like maybe a dozen of us out there because there really didn't need to be a whole bunch of us mm-hmm. um he said hey got a surprise for you guys and and they brought pizza for us that's so awesome. I got, and he brought me chocolate too. Uh, that is so sweet. Oh <laughs> he my was God. a really nice guy. Like really great. <laughs> I don't know who you are, sir, but fucking you're awesome. <laughs> so, so brought me all that stuff. And that female NCO that I was telling you about was out in the field with me. And she said, you should have never asked him. I said, well, I asked you and I asked my NCO and they didn't do anything for me. So I went to the one person that I knew that I could who was going to be involved in this exercise. And I didn't ask him as as a like a girl. I didn't ask him. I asked him because I was a soldier and I needed equipment. Yeah. And it was crucial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so it's, it's whatever, but I mean, and everybody like they got pizza and they thanked them and you know, whatever. And he came up to me right before he got back on the aircraft and he was like, I hope you feel better. It's going to suck because this field training exercise was only three days. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's how long your period is. If you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I have had tampons and pads airlifted to me in an emergency. Um, that, that is was, so bad. <laughs> but again, that was because I made the correct relationship and I was nice. And, you know, I helped this guy out with his records a couple of times. So, yeah, networking. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'll say I think like the last thing that sucks for me anyways, about being a female in the army. Um, I know this is like a lot more serious, but I don't think I have met a single female who was not either harassed or assaulted. Yep. Yeah. And like how that's handled. I know that that's not like fun and lighthearted, but I just want to make that known. I don't think I've met a single one that hasn't dealt with one or the other. And I think that's super, probably one of the worst parts. Right. And I don't like, we laughed about it earlier with like, the game of touching my ass or whatever, but technically that is okay. You know, and shit like that happens all the fucking time. I mean, in what world do you think that it's okay to go up to somebody, just some rando that you've, you know, you, maybe you've never met before. Maybe you have met before, but like in what world is it okay to go up and say, Hey, 
nice tits. I'd like to see you out of your uniform. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on, guy. I have never been hit on so, like, abruptly and directly as I have while wearing the frumpy fucking ACUs. Like Because they didn't get the female cuts until a couple of years ago. And even then, like, you have to go special order them. Mm-hmm. And they're stupid. Which anyway. is frumpy. Which is fine. But it's just, like, I look frumpy. Please stop. Like, stop with your advances. <laughs> These uniforms are not meant to make us look good, and so (laughs) can you please just not? Yeah, I I definitely have I I have been assaulted. I was assaulted in the military, and it and the worst part the worst part was they said because I was drunk they weren't going to do anything. I didn't even try to report it until way after I got out because of that because. Like, there's so many stories of where it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah, if you're not, and it should matter and it does matter in objective reality, but like the outcome is right. showing of it but doesn't, you know what I mean? Even if, even if something does happen in the army about it, even if for what, you know, they investigate whatever. So many times I've just seen like the guy or the girl, the woman mm-hmm. move to a different unit. And yep. that's it. That's that's the extent of the punishment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the second you get out of the army, doesn't matter anymore. And that shit doesn't matter for field exercises. I remember we went on a field exercise and there was a, um, a girl. She was like the same rank as me. And there was some, I mean, he was like two or three, lo- you know, above us. And mm-hmm. um, he was supposed to not be in contact. There was like a no contact order with them. But and there we all are in the box hanging out first. together and she was like fucking a yeah <laughs> you know doesn't fucking mean anything and yeah i mean so i reported it and then i got blown off by the sharp people oh, i'm not shit. saying by my command i'm saying by the people whose job it is to investigate i got blown off by them and then i told i had this really i had a really awful first sergeant and then i had a really great one and he was inspiring and awesome and he understood and he tried you know yeah there's gonna be some fuck fuck games but they weren't unnecessary like he was he was genuinely one of the first sergeants that i looked up to and we did a command climate or something and i finally just wrote on there like yeah i have been assaulted nothing happened whatever mm-hmm. and he got pissed like i got called into his office we talked to the commander who commander didn't give two shits like i i genuinely don't feel like he gave two shits but the first sergeant was like you know we're gonna do something about this because this is ridiculous this should not happen i said well the guy's gone like mm-hmm. he has uh pcs i think he went to like hawaii or something like he was like not on the continent anymore yeah um and he got really upset and so he called my sergeant major who had you know he and i had clashed heads a little bit uh, and not unprofessionally but just like in a way that was like you have very strong opinions and I have very strong opinions and we're, we're going to try to be professional about this, but you know, yeah. (laughs) And Sergeant major 
got so pissed. Like, for the first time, I think, in his entire time at my unit, he just sat there, and he didn't say a word, and he just said, okay, I want you to tell me exactly what happened. And not not with the assault, but, like, with the sharp rut. Yeah. Because it was in his battalion. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... That's awesome that they stepped up, because... I. See, I don't know, like, I don't know what would have happened, but I've heard and seen where other people have tried to, you know, tried to report it, and the women ended up getting kicked out of the unit. Yeah. Or, like, put on something stupid. Like, they would go to the mail room or, like, something yeah. that's really career-hindering, and it's like, why? Well, and, and there are certain positions in every unit that when you get sent to, it, it is a punishment. Yeah. Like, yeah. going to the mail room is a punishment. Going to, if you're like a helicopter mechanic and you somehow end up in S1, that mm-hmm. is a punishment. Yeah. And and they say that it isn't, but everybody knows that it is. Mm-hmm. Because you're not doing your job and you're not doing anything to further your career. And you're kind of persona non grata. Like, yeah. nobody talks to you. Nobody says anything. It's like you, you kind of exist out of time. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely seen that. Yeah, so I know that was like a lot more serious, but I think it's important. Oh, um, on a on a semi lighter note, uh, the wives who think that you are sleeping with their husbands. Oh God! I mean, those. I used to babysit for the section sergeant, right, of <laughs> maintenance. Yeah, and his wife was. The death, like, if you look up Dependipotamus, she was, <laughs> she was right next to it. All right. Yeah. Just massive, lazy, whiny. He could never do anything right, even though he was, he was great. He really was like, as far as like definition of like average to slightly above average husband, not physically, but just in general, like he's there, you know, he provided, mm-hmm. he was there. He, you know, well, anyway, I would babysit and I would do the dishes when I was over there. Cause sometimes they would just be piled up. So I was like, oh, I'll just do the dishes, you know, be nice. They paid me really well, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I would do the dishes, and he came up to me one day, and he was like, "You can't do the dishes at my house anymore." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry. Did I like mess something up?" And he was like, "No, my wife is just mad because it was my turn to do the dishes, and you already did them for me." Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, and they never asked me to babysit again. Like, why was that such a big fucking deal? I don't why? know, but I guess it bothered her that I did. The dishes on his week or something. I didn't know who's, I don't, I didn't even know they had like a schedule for that shit. But I guess she took it as like, I was, I don't know. Showing preference. Yeah. 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 I definitely had, um, so there's this, I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever gone through this, but there is this weird shift in the way that you see soldiers when you actually wear the uniform. Because before I joined the army, like every soldier was attractive, like they and were hero. all yeah, they're <laughs> heroes. They look so good in their uniforms. They're all you know. They've got that you know nice neat haircut, and they you know they look they look good. And then you get into the army, and you went out the shit bags. <laughs> well, and and kind of the rose colored glasses come off, mm-hmm. and you're like, your teeth are fucked up bro go to dental (laughs) wash your hair in a fucking week i can see the grease (laughs) 
You smell like B.O. And you've smelled like that for a month. Please take a shower and, for God's sakes, wash your uniform. But these women would be like, you know, you can't talk to my husband anymore. Because I know you want to sleep with him. I'm like, your husband looks like a fucked up soup sandwich. You need to back the fuck off, lady. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like the guys who like always have like shitty uniforms, like they're always wrinkly or like their name tapes are weird or their patches are weird. Mm -hmm. But somehow, according to their spouses, or even in some case, according to them, you I just can't keep my hands to myself. I've just got to have your man. Look, there are enough single dudes out there for me to bang without banging your loser of a husband. The whole barracks is full. <laughs> like, I don't need your fucking husband. And, and if it's not my barracks, there's a whole base of other barracks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, there's plenty of dick for me not to need I'm your good. fucking but I mean, my favorite too. I mean, so I was like I said, or orderly room in CIC. So I was calling a lot of like the E fives to get shit done. You know what I mean? And so they'd have my numbers, and I guess like some of them, their wives, you know, were those let's go through the phone kind of people. And I would get random texts like, "Please stop calling me." Blah 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 blah. It's like, excuse the fuck out of me, Sergeant So and So. Like what? And then I would they would come talk to me the next day and be like, "Hey, yeah, my wife got a hold of my phone." It's like, okay, did she not see that all the texts are from work? like and they have nothing to do with anything personal it's like hey i need your goddamn paperwork yeah (laughs) or hey i need your soldier to come see me at what such and such time because they're not answering their own phone like yeah i I don't know it's just that kind of i mean and i somewhat get it because they're insecure you know what i mean right but But that doesn't mean i'm fucking their husband like trust them or you don't and if you don't then fucking leave (laughs) well and I, it says something about you that you think that everyone wants to sleep with your husband. Yeah. Honey, no one wants to sleep with your husband. I doubt even you want to sleep with your husband. Yeah. So why are you putting whatever your marital issues off on somebody else? You need to go talk to somebody, like go to marriage counseling, go do individual counseling, talk to each other. Mm-hmm. I am not the problem. I do yeah. not want to sleep with your Gomer pile of a husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad about it. Like, oh, God. And it's always, like, the gross ones, too. It's not even, like, the super hot ones that you do think about. It's it's always like, the fucking... It's always, always the guys ugly. who, like, have this cloud of, like, stale cigarette smoke around them. Yes! And they drive, like, the Mustangs they can't afford... And with the 15 monster cans all over the floor. <laughs> and they're, like, always just, like, a little bit greasy. And not, like, from working, just, like, their skin. Yeah. <laughs> the Kyles of the army, you guys. Oh, my God. And there are so many of them. There's there so are many. So many Kyles. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they just happen to marry all of the fucking Karens. Oh, God. Or, like, Deborah's or or whatever. I mean... I get it. I get it that you're like super insecure, but like, homie, I got my own shit going on. I don't need your shit. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, like, you know, I mean, being a female in the army sucks because I feel like you're always sort of competing. You're always trying to prove yourself and you're always trying to fend off whatever. 
but it does go well into civilian life i will say it It puts you a fucking step ahead of everyone men too like yeah because i'm more badass than you mm -hmm. i'm sorry my dick is bigger yeah Mm -hmm. so i've said that before (laughs) and people at work now have gotten mad because I explained how I could never date somebody who's a civilian. So I was like, my metaphorical dick is just bigger. It just is. <laughs> Look, can you jumpstart a Humvee? Because I can. <laughs> <laughs> can you shower in a porter shitter? I have. <laughs> <laughs> can you also maintain your ladylike decorum? Because I have to. For <laughs> 670-1 in my NCO. Like. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, okay. So so I'm I'm done. I just uh whatever. So what are you what are you looking forward to? Like is there is there something that's going to get you through next week? Actually, yes. So I know we talked about in a couple podcasts ago that I'm moving and I have a second interview with the same juvenile facility. So Nice. That's my other interview. Yes, I got a call back for the second one. So I am hoping that that goes well and that'll kind of make my transition to moving a little bit easier. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. Hopefully I can keep my ladylike decorum during this interview. <laughs> <laughs> it would behoove me. It would behoove you. <laughs> to be a ladylike. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? <laughs> fucking boob <laughs> oh my god um i don't know i you know i i so i'm trying to do this whole like get myself like back on track because now that i'm not having to be dragged down by an ex-husband who hated everything like i started um working out with a personal trainer mm-hmm. i um, I'm going next week to the chiropractor and to a massage therapist to fix all my bones because they're all jacked up from the army. Thank you, DOD. Yay. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because I fractured my hip in basic training and they were like, yeah, you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> Here's some Motrin water. <laughs> Take <totally>. a knee. <laughs> Have you changed your socks today? Um <laughs> Oh my god, I did! It magically worked! Um, so I'm going to the chiropractor, I'm also going to the dentist, and I'm going to uh, get, like, a deep tissue, like, sports massage. And so, like, I'm just looking forward to, like, sort of getting myself back to wherever. So, you know, that's it. Fun fact, yeah. those kind of things help you climb the ladder out of the uh, anger time loop. So that's yeah. really exciting. Yay! <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm not looking forward to having to meal prep today, but, you know, I'll get through it. So. I did that Friday. Yeah. I just, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks. And um, this has been the worst part. Have a great week, okay? See you next week. Bye.